God's Little Brown Church Sermon Series featuring Pastor Andrew Chrysler. Praise the Lord. January 15th, 2023. We talked last week about meeting God. The and how some of your, our predecessors reacted at the realization of who God was. Isaiah is saying, Woe is me, for I am undone. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. Job, at the end of all of his testing, and at the end of God answering him, he said, Before I heard of you by the, seeing of, or by the hearing of the ears, but now my eyes have seen you. And I abhor myself and repent in, sac- in uh, dust and ashes. I'm going to talk today about obeying God. In Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, in a lot of places, it talks about obeying God. But in Deuteronomy 11, beginning with verse 26, Moses says, before, Behold, I set before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I commanded you, command you today, and the curse, if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside from the way which I command you today to go after other gods which you have not known. And people say, well, you know, that's the Old Testament, and that's written to Israel, and, and you know, doesn't necessarily apply to us today. I disagree with that. There comes, there's a blessing in obeying God. And there's consequences in disobeying God. You know? Um, think about the, uh, the commandment to honor your father and mother. It says that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth which the Lord your God gives you. If God puts out that kind of command in obeying your parents and honoring your mother and father, how much more is there a blessing in obeying God? When we obey Him, when we walk in His ways, remember God's the one who sees the end from the beginning, knows everything we're going to face, has equipped us and given us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness, Scripture says. So God is the one watching over us. God is the one who has a plan and purpose for our lives, who brings people into our lives. Those divine appointments that we have, where we encourage one another, or somebody encourages us, or maybe it's a word in due season, maybe it's a nudge in the right direction, or whatever the case happens to be, as God brings people in our path, if we're obeying God, there's a blessing in that. But when we try to do things our own way, try to ignore what God is telling us to do, not good. Not necessarily all the plagues and all the curses in the Old Testament, all those things that they saw that uh, the children of Israel saw happen in Egypt, yet there's still difficulties and consequences that come from going against God. Jesus told Paul or Saul at the time, Saul of Tarsus on the road to Damascus, it is hard for you to kick against the pricks, kick kick against the goads, to fight against what God is trying to do. It's difficult. So in 1 John, go from way in the Old Testament to way in the New Testament, 
And 1 John 5, beginning with verse 1, John says, Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves him who begot also loves him who was begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God, that we love God and keep his commandments. Keeping his commandments is obeying God. So we hear about obeying God in, in Deuteronomy. We hear about obeying God in, in, uh, in Exodus. We hear about obeying God in Genesis. You shall eat of all the trees except the tree that's in the midst of the garden. Don't mess with that one. And the consequences of disobeying God. But he says, verse 3, no, verse 2, By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep His commandments. Verse 3, for this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments. And His commandments are not burdensome. It's not a heavy weight to do what God said because we love God. We love Him. We recognize Him, that He has us in the palm of our hands. We recognize that He's at work in our lives, and we want to be led by this God who loves us so much. This is how we know we love other people, because we love God, and that just kind of overflows. His commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? That we love, that we know, that we understand, that we recognize that God is at work. Praise God, I am not the person that I used to be. I get such a kick out of, Deb said, well, if I'd known you then, I wouldn't know you now. Or my cousin telling Deb, I, I love this, and she's, my cousin's probably never going to be thrilled with me repeating it. But we had gone down, we were going down for a memorial service for my dad, and, and we're in the... Those that haven't heard it, we had taken our camper down and we were there. We were supposed to check into the campground the next morning. But we got there early and we pulled into the Walmart parking lot. And I went in to get permission to park in the Walmart parking lot, you know, just to be, you know, uh, respectful and all that. So we go in and one of my cousins is standing in line here uh, getting a cell phone or whatever she's doing, doing something up front. And I'm waiting to go into customer service. And uh, while I'm waiting in line, she's talking with Deb. And, and Deb's talking about how I pastor a church in Vermont now. And, and our other, uh, my, one of my brothers was pastoring a church in North Florida. And she just starts shaking her head and says, you don't understand. When I was growing up, they was the heathen. Praise God, I'm not the person that I used to be. When I walked in rebellion, when I walked contrary and adverse to God's word. But God touched my life and God changed me. He met me where I was and turned my life around. And I'm so grateful for that. And a way to indicate that I am grateful is I begin to try to keep His word, obey His commandments, walk in the ways that He has, to show His love to other people, to show my love to, to God by obeying His commandments. Does it mean I'm perfect? Nope. Does it mean I'm close? Nope. But it means I'm trusting Him. And I'm working to seek His face. I'm working to draw near to Him. To lay aside 
all those things that hold me back and hold me down. To trust that God is the one who directs my steps. Uh, is have circumstances come up in my life, and we talked about some of them during the prayer time, how the, the pressures and the, and the turmoil that comes into, comes into our lives can overwhelm us if we don't trust God. If we don't trust that even though I don't have the answers, I know who does. And I can relax in knowing that God is in control because I've seen what He's done in my life. I've seen what He's done in the lives of people around me. And I know that He who began the good work is faithful to complete it. God has set things in motion. And He has an expected end. And even though I can't see a path from where things are right now to where God says they're going to be, I trust that God knows what He's doing. And I can walk that out by obeying what God's Word tells me. While standing in faith, to walk by faith and not by sight, to, ex to have that earnest expectation that God's going to bring it to pass. I do that by showing in my life where God has told me to do, God has told me to love my wife. That's a big pleasure. I enjoy loving my wife. My life is so much better with her in it. I will tell you that right now. And I did a whole lot better this time than I did when I did it on my own. I'll tell you that too. But God is faithful and God is at work. And I can trust Him. And, and as we face the things that come up in our lives, if we have that faith and confidence that comes from obeying God, from seeking His face, from drawing near to Him, we know who holds tomorrow. We don't have to be overwhelmed by our circumstances today because I know everything you know the only thing the only thing constant is change people joke about Vermont's weather if you don't like Vermont's weather wait five minutes it'll change it's nice and sunny outside right now by the way we got here it wasn't but God is still at work God is at work in our lives in ex back to Exodus or to Exodus back to the Old Testament in Exodus 34, beginning with verse 5, it says, Now the Lord descended in a cloud and stood with him there. Those that recognize the passage know this is when Moses wanted to see God's glory, and God said, You can't see my glory, but you can see the, the you can see my hinder parts. You can see the reflection of my glory. Now the Lord descended in a cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. God declaring who He is starts off by saying He is merciful. He is gracious. He is forgiving. Forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. He did that in my life. Praise God. Who wouldn't want to love and obey Somebody that loved me so much he didn't leave me where I was. Who wouldn't want to worship and adore a God who has changed my life completely? I sure do. Psalm 119. 
the long one. Down in verse 113, says, I hate the double-minded, but I love your law. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Depart from me, you evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to your word that I may live, and do not let me be ashamed of my hope. Hold me up, and I shall be safe, and shall observe your your statutes continually. The psalmist says, there's benefit in obeying God. We can go through, I'm not going to do it, we we could go through the Old Testament. I mentioned in Deuteronomy so many times it talks about obeying the Lord. But as you go through, you'll find in the Judges, in the books of Judges, that the children of Israel would forget about God and turn away from God and stop obeying Him. And calamity would come upon them. They would be oppressed until they cried out to the Lord and the Lord would send them a judge to be a deliverer and would... And would bring them back, would set them free and, and, and show himself mighty. And while that judge ruled, that they would remember what God had done. But then the judge would die, and they would forget. And they'd turn their back on God, and they would get oppressed. They would be uh, harassed by their enemy, conquered by their enemies in some cases. Just turmoil on every side until it got bad, and then they turn around and cry out to God. God sends a deliverer all through this. All through Judges, all through the First and Second Chronicles, First um, and Second Kings, uh, Nehemiah talks about it. Ezra talks about it. Jeremiah talks about it. Isaiah talks about it. Daniel talks about it. Zephaniah talks about it. How we disobeyed God, and God allowed calamity to come upon us. We have all of these warnings there in the Old Testament of people turning their back on God, the children of Israel turning their back on God. But when they turned and repented, when they came and began to seek the face of God, God delivered them. Praise God. We have it in our own lives. Things get bad, or things get good, and then we forget about God. Guilty. And things... Yet not so good, and like, uh, wait a minute, something's wrong here. And turn to seek the face of the Lord and draw near to God. And God shows himself mighty. There's a blessing in obeying God. There's a blessing in, draw, in drawing close to him. Back to 1 John chapter 2 this time. Beginning with verse 1. It says, My little children, these things I write to you that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but, but also for the whole world. And but now by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. There it is again. How do we know that we know God? We do the things God tells us to do. We walk according to his word. He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. How do we, go, how do we demonstrate that we love God? We keep his commandments. 
How do we demonstrate that we love God? By loving others. Jesus said, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another even as I have loved you. Jesus, when he was asked, you know, what's the, the great commandment? He says, the greatest commandment is this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second is likened to the first, to love your neighbor as yourself. How we demonstrate our love for God, how we demonstrate our obedience to God, is doing the things that he's told us to do. Loving the people around us. Obeying his commandments and walking in his ways. Final passage, Ecclesiastes 12, beginning with verse 9. Scripture tells us that Solomon was the wisest man in the world. Wisest man in the history of the world. Because God gave him the wisdom. I can remember telling somebody he was wise because God gave him wisdom, but he sure wasn't very smart because anybody with 700 wives and 300 concubines missed some common sense somewhere. But Solomon, having the wisdom that came from God in the book of Ecclesiastes 12, beginning with verse 9, says, Moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge. Yes, he pondered and sought out to set in order many proverbs. The preacher sought out to find acceptable words, and what was written was upright, words of truth. The words of the wise are like goads, and the words of scholars are like well-driven nails given by one shepherd. And further, my son, be admonished by these. Of making many books there is no end, and much study is wearisome to the flesh. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is man's all. Another translation says this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every work into a judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. He said, Making of making of books, there is no end. You can always go out and write something down, put it down in a different way, or and it says much study is wearisome, wearisome to the flesh. But when it comes down to it, let's hear the end of the matter. Fear God and keep His commandments. The wisest man ever, with wisdom that came from God, the wisdom that is from above, is first pure and noble. I don't don't remember the. The, uh, the verse, but it talks about the wisdom from above versus the wisdom from below. It's uh, the wisdom from below, the, nat the uh, man's wisdom, how it's devilish. It's self-centered. That's the real New English translation. That's what it says. Not, that's what it means, not what, it, uh, not what the words come out to. But doing it our own way, we fall short. But the wisdom that's from above is pure. The wisdom from, that is from above is righteous. The wisdom that is from above is seeking the benefit of other people. This is the wisdom. He had the wisdom. Solomon had the wisdom from God. And in that wisdom, he said, I've tried everything. And this is what it comes down to. Fear God and keep His commandments. 
What it comes down to is God knows the answer. You don't even know the questions. Fear God and keep His commandments. Pay attention to the things of God because He knows exactly what's coming. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his ways. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his mighty hand. As we walk through this life, God's the one directing our steps. And as God's directing our steps, even then sometimes we're going to stumble. But he's right there to pick us up. He's right there to guide us on. Because he who began the good work is faithful to complete it. God is not done. He has not brought us this far to leave us here. But the direction is, or the, the uh, command and the instruction are, love God and keep His commandments. Demonstrate to the people around you by being that faithful witness of doing what God has called you to do. How in the world are people ever going to be jealous of our life, jealous of our peace, if we allow circumstances to dictate whether or not we are obedient to God? Lord, help me. Lord, help us. We are called to walk in His ways and to do His will. And we do that by obeying His commandments. What He's told us to do, do it. Uh, as I read through Scripture, where it says, Husbands, I'm a husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Okay, that's an instruction for me. Where it says, submit yourselves, I'm a, I'm a yourself. Submit yourselves one to another. That applies to me. Go through Scripture as we go through it, as we read it, as we study it. Apply it to our lives and put in practice. Because the Bible is God's instruction to us. How shall a young man cleanse his way, the psalmist said, by taking heed thereof according to your word. By getting to know what God's word says and applying it to my life is how a young man cleanses his ways. Is how we walk through this life. The God who sees the end from the beginning. How we learn to trust him. We look at his word and apply it and it works. The Bible tells me to forgive others. And when I had a problem with forgiveness, and I would read the word and said, God, this is what your word says, but I'm having an issue in this place. I will to forgive. Lord, work it in me. And continued to take it back to the Lord until he worked it, until it brought it to pass. And another person saw what I had gone through and said, that works. And put it to work in her life. Another somebody else saw that. And started asking, how do we go about going through this life being a faithful witness? We obey the word of God. We obey what God has said, what he's quickened in our hearts. And as we apply it to our lives, God uses that in somebody else's life. That we can encourage and strengthen one another. That we can strengthen the body of Christ. Because the body of Christ is strengthened by what every joint supplies. We are all important. We are all critical to one another because God is the one who knits us together. So as we go through this life, looking through the, through the word of God and applying it to our lives and being, and being obedient to what we know God has said. And an area where we don't know, God, your word says, if I lack wisdom, I should ask you and you'll give it to me generously. But I didn't know that till I read that. How do we find out what God has in mind for us? Read his word. 
put it in put it into practice put it in, in into our lives begin to incorporate it in our daily walk and let God be glorified through our obedience father we thank you thank you Lord that you've called us to walk in obedience to your word Lord you have the answers and we don't even know the question you direct our steps you know what's coming down the line Scripture tells us we don't even know what a day will bring forth. That we're not supposed to boast ourselves about tomorrow. But Lord, we trust that you are the one who holds our tomorrow. That you are the one who, who knows the path and knows what's coming toward us. So Father, we trust and rely upon you. Lord, help us to walk in obedience to your word. Help us to walk in obedience to your ways. And to do the things that you've called us to do. To be faithful witnesses. Knowing, Father, that you will use that to touch someone else's life. You will use that, Father, to stir in someone else. And, Father, that the body of Christ be strengthened and be knitly joined together as every joint supplies. But Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the reminder from your word, from the Old Testament, from the New Testament, and all through it. The warnings about being disobedient to your word, the blessings that come from obeying you and walking in your ways because you have, the good, you have our good in mind. So help us, Father, to read your word. Help us, Father, to apply your word to our lives. And help us, Father, to walk in that obedience, to be the lights and that you've called us to be, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit glbcdt.org.